West Middle School. What's happening? Mr. Garvelink jamming out to a little bit of James Brown. Man, guy can sing. Hey, fired up today. Guys, today we are here to talk about chapter four, uh, chapter 14, excuse me, section six. And it's all about uh, Andrew Jackson's Indian removal policy. Now, as we've been discussing in class, we know that Andrew Jackson was a controversial figure. He obviously represented the commoners, but there was also a dark side to Andrew Jackson. Really, this is kind of a, a dark, dirty secret in the history of our nation. And it has to deal with Andrew Jackson and his view of Native Americans. First off, it's important we understand that Andrew Jackson really had little sympathy for Native Americans. And as we know, as settlers began to move west, there was conflict between the white settlers and Native Americans. And this, this added to a lot of stress on the government. Uh, there was a lot of disputes over land. There was a lot of fighting. And so the government wanted to keep things under control. So Andrew Jackson decides to make it national policy to remove Native Amer Americans from their land. Okay. Now, in reality, most Native Americans were tricked into thinking that they were going to be given food, supplies, and money along with better land for giving up their homelands. Okay. In the reality, the land that they received was not very good, and many of the Native Americans instantly regretted moving off of their lands. But in 1830, Congress passed the Indian Removal Act, okay? and this was encouraged by Andrew Jackson. And this is really a, a dirty little secret in the history of our nation. And this act allowed the government to make treaties with uh, American Indians, but those Native Americans had to give up their new lands uh, to give up their lands to acquire new lands in the West. Now, this act did not say anything about moving Indians by force. And actually, in 1831, the Supreme Court actually ruled that Native Americans could not be forced off of their land uh, if they desired. But Jackson totally ignores this Supreme Court ruling and begins to force Indians off their land. Now, think about it for a second. If you came home one day and all of a sudden your parents are telling you, hey, the government's forcing off us all, Forcing us, forcing us off our lands probably wouldn't make you feel very good, all right? In 1836, okay, thousands of Indians were rounded up and forced west from Alabama, and this became known as the Trail of Tears, okay? Innocent women and children were forced out of their homes and began to walk west. The travel was so difficult and so challenging, thousands of Native Americans died along the way, Okay. And many people would be in society began to question this. You know, why are we forcing the, these groups of people off their land? Especially if this is a society that's forced or that's based on equality and opportunities, why are we discriminating against certain groups? Andrew Jackson, at the end of his presidency, presidency was actually very proud of what he had accomplished in terms of Native Americans. So Andrew Jackson never regretted forcing these Native Americans off their land. But it is important to understand that we know that the land that we are on today, in most cases, was occupied once by Native Americans. And in many cases, Native Americans were driven off their lands, were treated very poorly, sometimes murdered, put to jail, and other terrible things, all to benefit the rich, wealthy uh, Americans. And a lot of times, the white settlers who are continuing to travel west. Guys, thanks for listening in. Uh, I hope you realize kind of how this impacts us. Uh, as a society. And don't be afraid to do a little research on your own and just kind of see the United States treatment of Native Americans over the years. Thanks for listening. Have a good one.